welcome back to the Nebraska Abilities Podcast. I am your host, Zach, joined by my co-hosts, Nate and Andy. And today we get to talk about nothing. Nothing. I mean, it was it was apparently a, supposed to be a football game, but what we saw on Saturday when Nebraska played Michigan was, um, I think, what some might call a rout. Um destroyed um any kind of adjective that absolutely shows that we played the number two team in the country when we are not anywhere close to that that's what you saw on saturday um just an all-out beating from the number two team in the country michigan and absolutely pummeled nebraska and probably (laughs) probably brought some fans back down to maybe earth i guess if you will um, I know the three of us were, you know, we were getting a little hyped a little bit. We were like, Hey, you know, we've, we haven't really played the greatest competition, but we thought maybe that was enough to knock the rust off and maybe we'd put up a good showing against, uh, Michigan. Uh, that did not happen. That is not at all what happened. And so we, uh, got to witness, we got to witness what happens when, uh, a team that's really, really good plays a team that's really, really not good. And, uh, <laughs> Honestly, there's not really a whole lot to talk about, I guess, when you look at it, because we got pummeled. Um, but I will pass it to Andy just for your quick thoughts, because my quick thoughts are on Illinois. <laughs> Hell yeah, we are. Um, yeah, it was definitely a a measuring stick, I would say, type of game to where what I had said in last week's episode is these are the type of games that you want to see Nebraska play. And what rule wants to see us play is how do you stack up against these types of teams that are obviously more superior, far better than you. And the rule had said it after the game, he said it all week uh, during his press conferences is this is, this is the type of week and game that you find out who your team is and who they are. Um, you know, he, if you listen to any of his post game press conference after words, you could tell him and he was fired up. He was, wasn't really angry yelling, but I mean, it, you could just tell that like it affected him so much that like we didn't come out, we didn't show up. And I think that's what we, what we're going to see hopefully coming this Friday when they play Illinois is you are going to find out what this team is made of after getting your butt spanked at home in front of your home crowd and almost losing the shutout streak, essentially no thanks to a garbage time, uh, touchdown by Josh fleeks there. But it was, I always go back to what I've kind of made this comparison in my own head this past week. It's that type of game is something that how much of Nebraska in the nineties was like to other teams is just straight up bully ball in the trenches. I mean, Nebraska came in with the, top rushing defense in the country um, up there with sacks and everything like that. And Michigan came in and proved that we weren't that set us back to reality. Like you said, Zach. And I think, you know, that's the type of game that Michigan wanted to come in is okay. You supposedly the number one defense in the country, like prove it. Let's see, let's stop us. And Nebraska did none of those things. Uh, We barely stopped them. I think maybe twice uh, on either a punt or something like that. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was not a fun game. 
uh, by any means. Uh, very little positives you take out of it. I mean, you saw, like I said, Josh Fleeks break off and avoid the shutout streak. And that's, I mean, one run for that long of a game. But, you know, I thought if he doesn't break off that run, I think you see him a lot more that series. But he proved that he's fast, that he can be, you know, a valuable backup for Anthony Grant now going forward if he kind of keeps the consistent workload. But that'd be more practice because we only saw him for that one run in the game right now. So uh, kind of not what I really expected in terms of that type of game. I thought it would be, you know, maybe a little bit closer and maybe, you know, not Nebraska scoring 21 plus or anything, but definitely competitive wise, keeping it close. And you could tell after the first two drives, Michigan goes up 14 to nothing. You're like, okay, this is, this is going to go sideways real quick. And it did. So I think it was that type of game. It's just a wake up call to coach rule to the team is okay. You you now know what this team is. You know where you stack up against the probably the best team in the country. Um, I'm still surprised that I mean I get why they're ranked number two um, still, but I mean if you've watched any of Georgia's games this year, I don't think they're the number one team right now. But you also have to take Michigan's schedule into account is they didn't really play anybody up until this point um, until this game. And you could still argue they really haven't played anybody yet because I was just we, about to say that. I was like, that's a pretty, that's they a pretty, just pretty bold statement. A juggernaut. What are you talking about? <laughs> but, you know, it's 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 yeah, like I said, it's a measuring stick as, OK, you now know what this Nebraska team is like. It gets a team like that. They're not going to play anybody of that caliber the rest of the year. So now Coach Rule has to take into the account is, okay, was that just a one-off game where we just didn't show up and play? Is that what the rest of the games are going to be like going forward? Do I need to change how I motivate my players, how to get them competitive, firing again? And I think that's what he's he's met this whole week, this press conferences, is when he says that you're going to find out about this team and who we are, is you're going to find out the dudes that want to play and want to ball out. And that's what he had said all along is, you know, we didn't have those guys that went out and attack and made that a game. He said they played that game pretty passive and conservative. And I mean, you could say that just by watching the tape. You could also say that Nebraska's offense just sucked that game. I mean, they did, but you know, we'll see if that, if that happens is, you know, which I mean, a rule really believes in his players too. He thinks, you know, all of his players are NFL caliber and you know, who, a lot of that maybe just coach speak, but you know, he's just trying to get his players confident and believing in themselves and knowing that the the players that he wants on his team to go out and win us those games and make us those plays and everything. So yeah, overall, just really the game that we thought was going to happen. Um, like I said, I thought it'd be a little bit closer, but nonetheless, you know, Michigan proved rather than the number one, two team in the nation. Um, and definitely, a wake up call to Tony White and his defense is okay. You know, we may not face another offensive rushing line team like that the rest of the season, but now you know where you stack up against the best of the best. And how do you go forward? How do you fix that? How do you game plan, manage that, all of that? So hopefully it was a wake up call, but we'll turn it to Nate there. Uh, yeah, not much more to say after that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. It's a great, great measuring stick, great litmus test for this team to see really where we're at as a team as a whole. And 
clearly we showed we have a lot of improvement to go, a lot of work to do. Um, obviously, we were hoping it'd be a little closer. You know, we were hoping our defense was going to show out against, uh, you know, I mean, top top offense in the nation. Um, clearly, that didn't happen. But um, I regard this as more of Michigan was an opportunity for Nebraska. It was a, it was a good chance for us to you know make a name for us. If we you know we pull the upset, we're immediately you know making strides, getting on the map, things like that. But I think our biggest game is genuinely going to be Illinois coming up because, and I mean even of the next four games coming up because this is the chance, this is the opportunity, this is where we see where this team can actually really go. I mean we we hope that we can measure up to the number two team in the nation. We hope that we can, you know, come out and give them a game. We didn't. That's fine. That's whatever that's behind us. It has to be behind us for this week, especially on a short week. And so moving into the next four games, they're at least theoretically winnable games. And so we have to put everything behind us. Yeah, it was 45 to 7 was not a good showing by either side of the ball uh, by any stretch of the imagination. It genuinely looked like nobody was really ready to play football, which was a little disappointing to see. I know my personal keys to the game from last week were just that I wanted to see a clean game. I wanted to see us come out and fight. Uh, as from what I remember, at least the gist of it, that was what I wanted to see. And really, I didn't see any of that from either side of the ball. Um, like you said, we had the Joshua Fleeks, you know, uh, history saving touchdown, but that was really the only highlight we had from either side of the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, the defense wasn't really up to snuff, and the offense. We had the one turnover, which I mean, tipped past into an interception. I mean. It's whatever, but um, otherwise, I didn't really see too much to really go forward about. And so, what I what I see now is, yeah, that was our opportunity to make a big splash, you know, make the national headlines. But really, this is where the team is going to be made in the next four games against Illinois, Purdue, Northwestern, Michigan State teams that are, like I said, in theory, winnable games, beatable teams. We have. To that's not to say that we can't execute. Um, we have to execute to, you know, near perfection here to to really be up to snuff with these teams and to really compete with these teams. And I hope that we don't show up on a short week and fall flat. That is my only hope for what, what we have going forward. But uh, just kind of circling back to Michigan, I won't get too far into forward thinking here, but... Um, yeah, the team came out flat. The team came out really unorganized. Um, just a little, little disappointing to watch as a fan. Like you said, Andy, they, Michigan was up 14 nothing, And honestly, the game felt out of reach at that point. It, it wasn't like, okay, 14 nothing. maybe we can get a quick score, get it within reach, and maybe, maybe mount some sort of comeback, make it a reasonable score. It was... Oh no, we're down fourteen nothing. How bad is this going to get? And 
it probably could have gotten worse. So thank you, Mr. Khakis, for not bringing your khakis and having some mercy. But it was not a great game from Nebraska as a whole. And so just the hope going forward is that we play some inspired football. And like I said, just put this one past us and give all we got uh, going forward into at least the next four games. Obviously, the next seven games would be nice, but uh, at least the next four that are theoretically within reach. So with that, I'll pass it over to Zach on uh, we'll get going on. <laughs> Any tidbits we've seen that are maybe positive? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest. Is there much? I mean, there's not a whole lot to really cover there. I don't think it was just not a, it was just a bad showing. I will say this, though. Um, and this might be a weird way to put it, but something that I've been kind of thinking in my head, even since the Michigan game is that technically you could look at it as now our season starts. And I, I I mean, I know we've been playing and, you know, we're, we're two and three, we've played five games, but like now from after the Michigan game, like we've hit the peak of our schedule in terms of opponents that we're playing. And that's not to downplay any other, other opponents, but it's just, you know, Michigan, on our schedule is by far the best team as of today, as we're recording this, that we will probably play now, of course, anything can happen in college football. So, you know, this statement may age like milk, but <laughs> um, in this case, like you said, Nate, these next four games are theoretically winnable. I'll even say the next, the, you know, the rest of them, the rest of them on our schedule. I, you know, I'm not going to say that we, have the greatest chance to win them, but all of the teams on there, except for, I don't know, maybe Maryland, Maryland has, I guess we'll see what they're made of this week when they play Ohio state mm-hmm. I mean, outside of Maryland and Wisconsin. I mean, Iowa's got a good defense, but their offense looks like ours. So, you know, two good defenses going up against each other in that game. If our defense, you know, stays the course after Michigan, I don't know. I mean, I think at this point, I I think even with the absolute pounding that we took from Michigan, I think there is a lot of potential in the rest of our schedule. And like, yeah, maybe going bowling is a reach, but it's, I don't think impossible. And again, if, if rule can get his players motivated and, you know, and he can get them to, believe in what he's coaching and what he's doing that by all means, I don't see any reason why we can't win at least some of these games, but uh, going back to the idea of looking at positives for the offense and defense and special teams, which we normally do. I'm going to be, I mean, you guys, if you guys want to, we can, but I'll just, I'm, I'm just going to say it like I'm feeling. We just got showed up and we really Michigan, you know, like you said, brought us, we're like, you know, like we've all kind of said, brought us back to earth. Not that we were necessarily in cloud nine at that point, but we definitely are now remembering, oh yes, we are still bad. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't even remember seeing, this sounds bad, but I don't remember seeing a whole lot of good. Mm-hmm. It just, it was, I mean, up until I think maybe they put their second, their second team in. I, I don't, I don't think we really were able to do much. They just, mm-hmm. I guess the one thing, the one thing I took from the game is the Michigan. We, we saw what a complete college football team looks like. And 
Nebraska's not there. And I think we all knew that going into the game that, you know, Michigan was it. Yeah. But like you said, Nate, it looked like the players thought the same thing. It's like, well, they're going to win. So it looked like they just didn't want to show up. And, um, you know, to the point of all the press conferences that rule has had this week too. I, I say all of them, he's had two, <laughs> but like, you know, he's said, he's, he even said the other day that he wants players that, uh, are fired up that already have a championship mentality that, you know, when you go down 14, Oh, it's, it's not, Oh no, like, what do we do now? And they're not concerned with making mistakes. They're just, you know, go out and just play the game. You know, the right now he, he kind of gave us a lot of insight into what he's dealing with in terms of the mental side of the team, um, which should not be really a shocker when you look at the last few years, but it's, is not very good. Um, he said that he's, he didn't call anybody out by name. Um, and I, but I think it was more of just kind of a general statement from that. He's seeing this in a lot of players that there's just a lot of people that are playing timid, not necessarily that they're not going out to hit anybody or that they're not going out uh, if you're in the defense and you know, they're not trying to, they're, they're playing, trying not to make a mistake rather than playing just intense and playing, you know, lights out, uh, you know, as best as they can. And he is trying to instill this in their mind, like, Hey, like mistakes are going to happen. You can't play with the mindset that you're, you can't, you can't play entirely with the mindset that you're never going to make a mistake or that if you try to not make a mistake, you're going to play worse. You know, he's trying to coach that out of them. And I mean, that makes sense. You know, we've been a losing team for what, a, almost a decade now. I think maybe it has been a decade. So it's not real. It can't really be shocking that our team morale in terms of when we get into a situation like playing Michigan is just bottom of the barrel. So I think, you know, it says a lot about what rule has to fight against in terms of just trying to get the, the winning mentality in the team. But I don't know. Um, I mean, we kind of Michigan beat us. Yay. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so, I mean, we could, we could sit here and dissect all we want, but I'm going to be honest. Uh, this one's all just mental notes for me this time. So, uh, if, if you're tuning into this podcast and you're really looking for a deep dive into stats on this week, we're just going to apologize now and we're going to move on to, um, Illinois. Just, <laughs> so just know that it probably knocked us down a lot in the yeah. nation since oh, some I'm way, shape sure. or form. I was trying to look that up and I, I can't seem to remember I anyway, I wasn't having the one, the one positive there. I'll give on offense is we move the ball around a little bit. We hit a few different receivers. Good to see everyone getting yeah, that, qu- that quickly <laughs> turned into a uh, passing yeah. game. Yeah. Or <laughs> then we probably wanted it to quickly. Well, and I mean, looking at Harburg's stats here real quick too. I mean, he went 14 for 25, which isn't necessarily great, but 25 passes I think is up there with the most he's had to throw. And he got 200, well, 199. He got basically 200 yards. His stat line isn't necessarily great, but it's improving. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's, there's, it's not, the whole game itself wasn't entirely garbage. There's things to take away from them. The problem is, is that's such granular stuff that that's the coach's job. It's not ours. <laughs> so, I think at this point, I, I don't want to relive that game. <laughs> so, uh, so with that, this Friday, um, so we're recording. We're on to Illinois. Wednesday, we're on to Illinois. Um, 
kind of like I said, um, season starts now. I again, that's kind of it sounds like a weird way to put it, but to me, it's the uh, the back half of the season starts now, and Big Ten play starts now for us. Well, it started, you know what I mean. Like I think the the true Big Ten pe- uh, teams that we can compete against start now. Um, so I'll pass it on to you guys. Yeah, uh, I still think the quarterback discussion is a really interesting discussion. Um, you know, I, at some point we're still going to see Sims. I think I just don't know in what way, shape capacity that rule is going to roll them out. Um, is it going to be either one? He's probably going to have to be healthy enough and maybe, you know, it might not happen until after the bye week, uh, just to give him a little extra week rest. Is it going to be when Harbaugh finally starts making some mistakes and you need to bench him? Um, I just, I don't know with that um and you know i'll give michigan credit i think they must have saw something on tape on him uh just because there were a lot more tipped passes this game than there was you know the past two games when he was throwing the ball so uh i mean credit to michigan on that probably realizing that heinrich doesn't throw a lot of air out passes essentially they're more kind of line low drives essentially and you know that's somewhat of his throwing motion. Is that something that you need to fix because it's going to keep happening going forward or something like that? Um, Cause one of them led to a pick and then Michigan scored uh, immediately on the next drive. So something that I guess needs to keep in mind um, if we're just talking about quarterbacks and passing and everything like that. But at the same time, I think rule is probably confident that Heinrich's going to start on Friday. Um, I just, we don't really know. They keep saying Sims is going to get better and better and get back to healthy, but who knows when that's going to be? Who knows how, if he's even close to 100%, if he's still at 80 or, you know, 85%, something like that. And just, I don't know when Rule is going to roll out Sims again. I know he will. I just don't know when or what capacity. And a little bit, well, some of that does scare me a little bit, but. I think for now, I think Heinrich is your starter unless proven otherwise uh, for at least this week. And then, you know, you go into the bye week, see what happens. And when you look at the schedule for the next upcoming games, I mean, it's really going to determine if Nebraska gets close to being that bowl bowl eligible that we had predicted kind of at the beginning of the year and what we think that we could see this year playing out just based on the schedule. Um, so these next four stretch of games, I know that like Nate had said, you know, you got Illinois, Northwestern, Purdue, Michigan state, um, you know, all winnable games, but you know, if you go off track history of Nebraska, I mean, all, all these teams have had our numbers in recent years. Um, so I don't think out of the past four or five years, I don't think we're above 500 against playing any, uh, against any of these teams. So it's hard. I mean, on paper, yeah, it looks like, you know, we should beat these teams every single year, but just Nebraska's always been behind in trying to beat these teams. And I think that is going to be, you know, a short week going on the road to Champaign after you just got your butts kicked at home. I mean, it's really going to show the mental psyche of this team. And are they going to come out? Are they going to attack? Are they going to be fired up like Coach Rule wants them to be? Or are they just going to kind of, are we going to see what this team truly is and maybe just not a good overall team this year? And that's, you know, it's a rebuilding year. We know that too, but 
we've seen what flashes of this team can be on uh, offense and defense is we know they can't stop the run. They can't be good in pass protection. They can be great with run protection and, you know, creating big explosive plays. So is it just one of those that Nebraska just needs to be better at consistently doing that week in and week out to get to that bowl eligibility type uh, record that we need them to be. And, you know, it's, that's all it's very it's tough to look at the Michigan game and convince yourself that this is what that team is going to be the rest of the year just I mean Michigan is just obviously a far better team a far superior team and you know do you just kind of take that and be like all right yeah we played that game but let's look at the previous four games that we did play before Michigan and how can we fix those mistakes and continue on with the season and just you know kind of flush the Michigan game down the drain is you know, is that what Coach Rule is telling them to do? Or do you want? Do you also want to look at the Michigan game and learn from that and be like, all right, you guys got your butts kicked at home. Are you going to let that happen again? You know, are you going to keep going out and get your butts kicked on the road or something like that? Um, but with that, I mean, you go into the running backs and the wide receiver, and I know we passed more last game, but that was kind of a situation where we had to pass more. So can Nebraska get back to what we do best is running the ball very well. And are we able to push Illinois around? And, you know, I don't think, I mean, Illinois is not that good of a team either. You know, I think we are either matched up well, 50, 50 across the board, or maybe just slightly better um, in terms of just being able to run the ball. Cause I mean, their defense is not the defense that we played last year. I mean, they had, obviously NFL caliber talent on their defense. that got drafted in the first and second rounds last year. So uh, they've definitely taken a step back. They've taken a step back on their running back. Uh, I forgot who their running back was last year, but they don't, they don't have him anymore. So yeah, that's yeah. Chase Brown. So, I mean, (laughs) Illinois has definitely taken a step back this year to what they were last year. And it's they on paper, they are beatable. I mean, you know, their defense has given up 419 yards uh, a game, you know, 179 on the ground, 239 on the air. So unless we somehow get into a passing game again, I obviously expect our running numbers to be far better this game uh, than passing wise. But, you know, is are we is our line going to be up to the challenge to push them around all four quarters? And same on the defenses. Are we able going to be are we able to flush out what Michigan did to us last week and be able to step up and stop Illinois this game and get back to what we saw the defense the first four weeks instead of just last week. So a lot of unknown, a lot of uh, just variables. uh, And like Zach had said, I mean, the the beginning of the season essentially starts now is now we really get to see what this team is going to be made of going forward. And the big 10 West is theoretically still wide open. I mean, you've lost two conference games, but, you know, one of them really only matters is the Minnesota uh, conference loss. Michigan counts as a conference loss, but doesn't count towards your division loss. So, I mean, if you, you know, you have four Big Ten West teams tied at two and three right now uh, in terms of overall record. And the what the other ones that are tied at two and three are your next three opponents of Illinois, Northwestern, and Purdue. So, I mean, if you go three and all oh, those games, you're suddenly up there in contention with, Top of the standings, obviously, depending on what Michigan or not Michigan, uh, Wisconsin, Iowa, and Minnesota do in their next stretch of three games. But 
if you win even two of these out of these next three, I mean, you're definitely up there, you know, second, third place in your division now instead of sitting at last, like we always are every year. Um, so I think it is definitely, I think, a bigger game that Nebraska needs going forward to just push towards that bowl eligibility and just keep any sort of momentum that you have for the rest of your season alive. Cause not that one game can derail a, a season, but I mean, we saw last year, I mean, you lose to Northwestern right out of the gate last year and your season just gets derailed immediately. So a that game this Friday could be like that. And it, you go into a bye week with just two weeks of just negative comments and stories and everything just because you're sitting on an extra week of not doing anything. And, you know, these players want to go out and prove that that negativity might be wrong. So let's just not go into a bye week with, you know, talking about a close loss or a blowout loss or anything like that. Even if it's a close win, that's still better than obviously a close loss. So uh, we can dive, I guess, if we want to dive more into specifics or if we just want to dive into what Nate thinks that we need to do better. And it could be just everything. <laughs> ah, you took the words right out of my mouth. Andy. No, um, no, it's all really good points. It's, it's really how you battle back from losing 45 to seven at home to Michigan at this point. Like, do you take that to heart? Do you take that as, Oh, this is the team we are. We're this, you know, pushover that anyone can just, put up however many points they want on, or do you come back angry and you come out against Illinois on their own turf uh, after a two alarm fire? (laughs) And do you say, Hey, we're still a competitive team. This season isn't over. We can, like you said, we can still in theory, bold eligibility is out there. There are seven games to play. We need four to win. If you win these next three, I mean, you're looking at, you know, obviously you've, you're looking at Michigan state, Wisconsin, Maryland, Iowa, which I mean, it's a tougher stretch to try to win one or two out of those. But I mean, you get to that point and you're, yeah, you're just looking for one or two wins at that point. And I mean, Iowa, now that Cade McNamara is out for the rest of the year, I mean, that game looks better than it did at the start, but Uh, There's also the confidence that goes into that. If we win the next three games, the team will finally be like, okay, like it'll be. They'd be like, we can do this. It would be their first three-game winning streak since probably what the seven and zero Mike Riley start. (laughs) Um, I mean, this we have not had what was that? What 2016? They have not won three games in a row since 2016, which is a mind-blowing stat. I was in college back then. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I mean, just none of these players have felt like what a true winning streak is. Two games is, you know, mm-hmm. I don't. My, I think most people consider a streak like three plus At something. Least. Yeah, yeah, three games or three series or like whatever you want to call it. But you know, most of these players, if hardly any, have ever had any college level of a win streak success uh, in their careers. So, I mean, just, I mean, these are the next three games to do it too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, cause... and that's that's something we've got to fight towards. Like it, like and I said, after it, Illinois, it you get the other the seasons over. It has to be right. okay. We had a rough showing against Michigan. We have to play our best against Illinois and give them everything we got. And 
take it one game at a time. Like obviously, like like we've been saying, these next three, four games are really important. Focus in on Illinois. Their quarterback is five touchdowns to seven interceptions, maybe forced an interception here and there. Mm-hmm. Their top running back has 248 yards for one touchdown. Maybe our run defense shows up a little bit. And like it's in theory it's a winnable game. If if everything can go our way, which is a very, very tall ass. That is a yeah, that's a that's a big ass, mate. But this really Nebraska we're still talking about. It's if we can come out and have a team that wants to win and not trying to not lose, I think mm-hmm. is how Matt Rule put it. It, we we just need a team that wants to go out and play their hardest, not trying to n- not make mistakes here and there. Like it's it's a team that needs to. Yeah, there's going to be growing pains. It's not going to go as we want against every team. I mean, Illinois is favored by three points. Uh, if you look at ESPN FBI, it's by a lot more. Um, so the the odds are technically not in our favor, but I mean, realistically, the opportunity is there again. That's why I said. Michigan, yeah, it was a great opportunity. You know, sure, we come in, maybe we beat up or beat up the number two team in the nation there and take them down. That know, would have been impressive if we play Michigan and beat Alabama. That would have been, <laughs> been impressive. That would have been really impressive. It would have been it would have been nice to beat the number two team in the nation at home, you know. It would have been a nice turning point, whatever. You could use that as your recruit pitch, everything going forward. It didn't happen. Whatever. You got to put that behind you, and it's it's got to be all Illinois this week. And mm-hmm. no matter how good or bad they have been or haven't been, you have to focus on Illinois. It's going to be a short week, and that is what honestly worries me the most. I mean, it, it is just one less day, but it's one less day to, you know, and prepare for their what their defense is going to look like and things mm-hmm. like that. And so, I don't know if the opportunity is there, but we we have to play our best. We can't just show up and be like, "Well, yeah, we're two and three. They're two and three, but they because they're they have nothing to lose either. They just yes, it was about the same loss that we just had. It was against Purdue, forty four nineteen. But it's still they're they're going to be looking to rebound from a big loss and. Again, you just you have to play like you have nothing to lose, and you have to play like I don't know. You just want it more, and it. I did not see that against Michigan at all, and mm-hmm. I was I was thoroughly disappointed. Like I said, I just wanted to see, even even if we lost, I just wanted to see a team that was going to fight and at least you know give some effort towards making it making it some semblance of game and. I, I think that's all we can really hope for for this Friday night. I think we're going to have a better showing. I think Coach Rule really has internalized a lot of the things that probably us fans and the media have been throwing at him. And I think it's going to be a better product on the field than what we saw on Saturday. Um, I'm just fingers crossed hoping that the, the kids are taking it to heart too. And it seems like a lot of the press conferences I've seen, they're not like oh sad oh this is just where we are they're they're upset they they want to go out and prove people wrong show like this is not nebraska football it's not where we are we're we have something to show people and we have something to prove so 
I, I'm hoping that's what we see on Friday. I we'll see. I guess at uh, whatever 7 p.m. kickoff, 5 p.m. kickoff Pacific time. I was gonna um, say uh, <laughs> some of us but, are in a normal time zone. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. Some <laughs> of us are in a time zone. So <laughs> I think we all might be in a time zone. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't want to necessarily shift the discussion to you know science of that. But I think we might all be living in a time That's zone crazy. somewhere. Some might That's say I can get talk. to bed by 8 p.m. after that game when some other people <laughs> might not be getting to bed until 11. So <laughs> who's really living the life? <laughs> but I digress. I'll, I'll pass it over to Zach on uh, any any thoughts you have for uh, the upcoming matchup against the, the fighting Burt Bielema. I think... Uh... I think they real set today. Cam uh, Leonard is going to be should be ready to play. Yeah, I think Friday. he more or less. I think yeah. he more or less confirmed. Like, yeah, he's going to play. I think is what he said. It was a very mm. like short passing comment. Right, too. like it was very quick. But Reimer won't play. We still don't know fully what he's out with. Um, he said it wasn't a football. I think Rule said it wasn't a football injury. Right, it was, it was yeah some illness. So hopefully, I mean, he's not going to play Friday, but hopefully. With the bye week coming up, he gets that time to recover and we can get him back for Northwestern. But um, I think outside of other, no other big injury news of people coming back. I mean, again, Jeff Sims, we don't really know until we either see him in a game or Rule says he's for sure going to play at some point. But um, I think that was at least injury news wise for Friday. I think, unless, I mean, we'll know more Friday when that injury report comes out, you know, who really going to be active and who's gonna as of play, now but... my kid my potential conspiracy is still out there with the fact that they might be saying <laughs> jeff sims is hurt i hope i'm wrong i really do like i i don't want him to be faking an injury but i mean also, I, like for how long he's been out i mean they say it's an in- ankle injury it's probably going to be like a high ankle sprain because those take like three to five three to six, six yeah three to six weeks to heal and i mean that Put him with the bye week two in Northwestern. That probably puts him back to the healing time for him to come back. Essentially, so yeah, you know Plus they said it was nothing serious, up, so. right? But I, it was probably some sort of high ankle sprain. I mean, there was there's nothing else he'd be out this for this long unless you were, I mean, your turf toe Taylor Martinez, but. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I thought I thought we were just focusing on Michigan being the bad Wait. this week. Why are we doing that? I'm sorry, I just had a flashback. <laughs> um, hey, anyway, he won us some games. Yeah. Anyway, no, Man, um, you guys kind of hit State. on the, you guys kind of <laughs> hit on most of the big points, I guess. Um, I mean, if anything, for me, I guess key points to the game are just recover i mean um our offense is clearly not the strong unit so i'm not gonna put too much expectation on them but i really really want to see our defense recover yeah they need to have a bounce back especially with illinois being as beatable as they are and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna sit here and say that fau is not like a good team or anything but like but fau almost beat but they almost, yeah, they almost beat Illinois. They played so. FAU without Casey Thompson. Let's without just Casey throw Thompson. that out there too. And I mean, FAU looked pretty good from what what I saw from that game. So I mean, you know, it Michigan, good lord, 
uh illinois hey we're on to illinois i know i'm trying i'm getting there i'm getting there (laughs) illinois looks beatable and of course i'm sure you know they're saying that about us because we are beatable but the thing is that nebraska is really really good about doing is getting into these games that are winnable and finding a way to uh what's the what is the phrase uh snatch defeat from the claws of uh victory <laughs> we are yes. we are fantastic at doing that and i really hope that i guess uh, this is a weird silver lining and it's going to sound so bad but maybe it's not a good thing but maybe it's an okay thing that we got stomped by michigan because then it's like okay now we know what that feels like you know we don't want to do that again so now like now I'm hoping that the team is fired up and they want to play. And that goes back to what, you know, we've all kind of alluded to where rule has said now, you know, he's trying, he's not only coaching the physical aspect, he's coaching the mental side of the team too. And there's probably a lot of, you know, mental work in terms of just playing the game that he's really working on trying to get Mm -hmm. um, coached up. And we also, you know, as fans, I think need to remember this is year one. And mm-hmm. <laughs> rules record in year one is not good. Um, now that doesn't, it doesn't help that he's in the past made comments saying, Oh, well, year one at temple and Baylor feel like, or sorry, year one here at Nebraska feels like year two at Baylor and temple. It's like, yeah, maybe, but also, maybe like, let's temple not do that. Still wasn't great. either. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Now, granted, the situations at those places was much worse that he went into than where he's at in Nebraska. Nebraska just, you know, I think I legitimately think we need to exercise some demons somewhere and get <laughs> get you yep. know, get that out of our heads. Uh, I I know we said it before the year started, or maybe it was last year. Um, we need to get rid of um, who was who was the mascot because we brought back we brought back Herbie. Blonde Herbie's back. But what was the was it Lil Red that we needed to sacrifice? Oh well, yeah, just pop him at midfield. Yeah, but we didn't do that. <laughs> so take a big old knife and just. Pop. So it's like it's like we did all the right <laughs> things. We brought back Frank Solich. We brought back Herbie. You know why? Why have we not completed what we need to do here? <laughs> but I digress. I you know I'm probably not the one to talk to about I, that. I'd say a smaller needle than a knife. So it just like lets the demons out slowly. Oh, okay. So slowly. Like completely, okay. you know, <laughs> they're completely <laughs> deflating him all at once. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll give him some time to air it out. <laughs> uh, but no, I think the keys, I, just kind of rounding back out to that. Uh, the keys to the game for me are come back out with some passion, some fire um, and play like uh, back to the comments that you said, Nate, just a little bit ago about, how they're I, I, some players seem to be playing, trying not to make a mistake. It's football. Mistakes are going to happen. Even the best teams have mistakes. Minimize the mistakes, but don't don't be afraid of failure. I, I know mm-hmm. you know no fear of failure. That that is you know etched into the 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 halls of don't say these phrases again, <laughs> Nebraska <laughs> fans. But admittedly, it is it is something that the players need to figure out and play. Is you know don't. You know, your mistakes are going to happen. That's why you play a team game because yeah, somebody might, one person might make a mistake. The rest of the team's there to back it up. Like, mm-hmm. you know, brush it off mm-hmm. and brush off the Michigan game. Remember the Michigan game, but don't, don't let it sit in your heads. Um, so, right. You know, just, you know, don't, don't forget the feeling after the Michigan game, forget about the Michigan game, Michigan game itself. Come out and play fired up. 
and play play the game because mm -hmm. it's winnable. And I, I, you know, Illinois might be favorites, but who doesn't love a good underdog story? <laughs> right. I love it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I echoing your sentiment too. I think coming out and attacking and controlling the lines early, I think is going to be the best thing Nebraska can do. Because uh, if you just establish your offensive line immediately and just control the game, the offense, I think, has more time to free flow and figure out, you know, is running or passing going to work more? Um, still prefer them to stick to the run game just because we know that's what they're good at, what they can't dominate at. Um, but if you control that line early, you know, control the defensive line, get a few early stops out of Illinois, uh, get your offense a chance to go out there and, you know, put up a two-score lead or something like that early in the game. Um, I mean, that's going to go a long way for Nebraska's confidence and momentum to keep that game um, in their hands. Uh, you know, I mean, they only had, I think, what, one turnover last week, and like I said, it was just still off the tip pass at the line. So, I mean... They're you can't really get upset about that. No, they're the way that that one happened, it's like, yeah, they're, they're handling the like, ball a lot better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it essentially was backbreaking because Nebraska never really recovered after that. But, um, but yeah, I mean, they're handling the ball a lot better. So just continue to keep doing that. Like you said, Zach, minimize the mistakes. Um, you know, if Nebraska can, you know, stop shooting itself with the unlimited ammo gun that they have year in and year out to shoot themselves in the foot. That would be spectacular. Yeah, those, those feet have to be like Swiss <laughs> full of holes at this point. That, that there is no end to that ammo supply at the moment. It's red. impressive. Honestly. I mean, I, I'll bleed, I'll bleed red until I die. I mean, I love the yeah. man. I, I don't know how they, I don't know how they are able to make it out on the field when they're, when they got to be hobbling. Just, you know, literal, just like, yeah, I don't know how they do it. Yeah, and that's, I mean, outside of that, I, I mean, don't, if you can get a special teams play out of Friday, you know, that's just more the merrier. Um, I mean, I think you got to, you know, if you have a chance for Alvando to just get some sort of a 35, 40 yarder, assuming that he Confidence is the kicker. Yeah. yeah, just something because he's, I mean, it's a freshman kicker. Rule went with him. He won, quote unquote, the kicking job in the training camp, but hasn't really lived up to what we've heard about him. So if he's able to give him a chance to kind of prove that and can go make those kicks before you send out a uh, bleak road again, I mean, it's going to go long. You know, I mean, that'll go a long way for him career wise at Nebraska, uh, a kicker that we can trust going forward season uh, year in and year out. So if you can get a special team play like that. Yeah. Uh, take it while you can, but I think it, I think this game will come down to controlling the lines. Cause now you're, like we said, you're getting into the heart of Big Ten conference play where, you know, the run game and controlling the lines is really going to win you these games now. So if Nebraska can just come out, control that early, just get a handle on the game, kind of like what they did with Northern Illinois is kind of leave no doubt that you're going to lose that game uh, right out of the gate and just, just do that. But that's really the biggest key to my game. Uh, it's just doing that and yeah, minimizing the stakes, like Zach said. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree with that. It's it's got to be you. You, you got to show up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's that's going to be the first step to this game. Like they, it was a home game. The crowd, from what I could tell, was really in it. 
And everyone was hoping, I mean, yeah, Michigan went down, scored first drive, okay. But we that, that turnover really set things back a bit, and we, or Michigan never really looked back after that. And so oh, we never have had to. to. Have to limit mistakes. I mean, obviously, but then we have to we have to come out and yeah, our our defense might give up a score here or there, but our defense has to be really that backbone of the team. We've known this all along, all season. Our offense is just kind of get what we can take at this point. Obviously, <laughs> we we hope we hope Himberg you know grows and mm-hmm. can become potentially, you know, the quarterback of the future or Sims even, we hope they can, you know, just lead the offense and uh, limit turnovers, you know, make make plays when they need to. But the defense is going to be really our bread and butter that needs to carry this team. And so mm-hmm. we, we just have to, you know, lean on that. And Illinois is clearly not going to be Michigan. Michigan, to their credit, great offensive team they know what they're doing they have a lot of big boys up front that really push us around we're able mm-hmm. to get you know four or five yards down the field before we could even touch a running back or anything mm-hmm. like that so all the credit to them great team um obviously wish them the best uh but we <laughs> you know we we, we 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 wish them the best go big 10 or something i don't know go um, big, okay fine i'll give you that <laughs> But, but we're, uh, we switched we, the we, conference sharing let's say, now. Let's say we, <laughs> we don't wish for any injuries or anything like that. We don't root for no. injuries. No. We'll, but I don't we, want them to win either. We wish for <laughs> some close games for them. Maybe, you know, I don't know. Don't blow up. Or blow up. I don't care. Uh, live your season. Enjoy it. Do whatever you feel you need to do, Michigan. I, sure. Um, <laughs> but Nebraska needs to come out. And Nebraska needs to have a vote against Illinois. We need, like I said, we need the defense to really show up. We need the offense to at least be competent enough to not turn the ball over. We need the offense to just, you know, keep the defense off the field at the very least so that they can have a little breather. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to go a long ways. I, I think we have, I mean, it's two and three Nebraska, 0 and 2 in the conference, versus 2 and 3 Illinois, 0 and 2 in the conference. It's it, on paper, it's an even matchup. We'll see what happens on Friday, but if Nebraska comes out like they have shown kind of their best sides, I think anything can happen. So I'll, I'll pass on to Zach with any final thoughts before we get into uh, predictions. predictions <laughs> there's no final thoughts. I think we've exhausted. I mean, we've only really talked about <laughs> Illinois, to be fair. Uh, I think it's yeah. time for some predictions. So I, I... I'm good to go. If you guys still need some time yep. to think, I'll start it. So, Gucci. all right. Well, so we've clearly seen that Nebraska is um, not a high octane offense. And weirdly enough, Illinois hasn't looked terrible on offense, but they're not, they're not nearly the juggernaut mm-hmm. comparatively that they were last year. Mm. Um, so, I think I may have learned my lesson after the last few games where every time I'm like, you know what? I think the offense is going to figure it out this time. I'm going to assume not so much. And I'm going to say it's going to be a close game because it's a big 10 game. So naturally it's going to be a, it's going to be a close game and Mm -hmm. Illinois always plays as well. Um, I am going to say that Nebraska ekes out a win and I'm going to say we get them at uh, 21, Nebraska, 18, Illinois. Okay. Very low scoring okay. game. 
I will sort of price this right you here. Uh, I also think Nebraska will win. Uh, again, low scoring. Under's going to hit. Nebraska will reverse cover, or I guess, yeah, whatever that is. Because uh, the spread is minus three and a half Illinois right now. Yep. So yep. Nebraska will at least cover their end. Uh, but I'm going to say 24-17 Skurs. Man, you guys make this tough because <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. I think it's gonna be a close game. I think Illinois has shown they can score, which is interesting. And it's really going to come down to whether our defense can actually show up after you know the forty five to seven blowout against Michigan. I think the odds are in our favor. And I have a decent feeling going into this game. Like I said, I think Coach Rule has really internalized this. We need to change the culture around. We need to just fire up the guys. Yeah, the Michigan game happened, but it's not going to be a game that defines us. Mm-hmm. So I think I think we come out. I think defense at least has a good showing. I think we still give a couple scores. I, I I think Illinois, you know, is gonna come out and give us the rest shot, but I'm I'm going with a twenty to fourteen Nebraska Cornhuskers victory over Illinois. All right. All right. All right. Cool, like cool, cool. All right. Um <laughs> uh the team. No fanfare on hmm. this one. I well, so I, I was gonna say, hilariously enough, uh, firing into the sun this week is us for having faith that we would, oh. <laughs> we would play that. No, one. wait, but we all we hey to our defense, we all said that we were not gonna win the game. I mean, yeah, but we were all pretty, you know, we were all pretty, pretty, uh, somewhat confident at least that we might um, make it a game. And but once that built that the was... rocket, are going to get into their own rocket? I don't know <laughs> if I can do that. Well, we'll we, uh, we'll, we built we'll the rocket sure, for others. We'll just make sure it loops back around and okay. lands on the ground for us. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I the team. <laughs> I mean, Every, I'm sorry. Everything about Saturday. Uh, I, yeah. Yeah. I've, I mean, I'll go with our age old fire the offensive line because what Anthony I, Grant six for 16 yards I mean like, fair <laughs> but like what was what were we supposed to do like Michigan line was like are... hey I haven't had a career year yet <laughs> well I think you're not gonna me. have it today I think yeah he had a career worst <laughs> Ooh, um, and I don't think Anthony Grant's bad at running the football. So I'm going <laughs> to guess that the people that were supposed to be blocking for him might have been doing their not job. But maybe. maybe. If we want to fire the whole team in the sun, I. You I know, feel like that's the easiest and that most might, might have economical. To be the move because Michigan minus 17 at an over under of 39 and a half. Didn't hit in a very painful way. So, well, it did hit, but yeah, yeah. not in our yeah. favor. Not <laughs> nothing good came out of it for Nebraska. So, no, uh, not yeah. at all. <laughs> Sorry, Coach Rule, but uh, your team needs to uh, 
make a new colony on the sun for at least right. the next <laughs> on the sun here. just just <laughs> part just you know can you build a house next to the other ones we've put up there good news is the sun is super livable <laughs> okay is it? <laughs> yeah. you know just, some just might little, say just a little toasty you know, some might like, say yeah it's like california yeah, a couple degrees warmer it's fine i mean it's just like living in florida <laughs> probably, probably less humidity i don't think there's much water up there yeah uh anyway all right so moving on to the final piece of well i think the final piece unless we've got anything else at the end um (laughs) nope before we move on to trivia we should probably mention that the uh planned live stream of nebraska abilities uh for the year uh is no longer going to be able to happen unfortunately because we're, all very we're gonna be at the game that we were gonna live stream <laughs> yeah <laughs> let's go uh we <laughs> we were like oh we should just all live stream it from our phones and do a live episode and then we were like that will never work because <laughs> the service so at, fan, the service fan xp at, can't uh, handle their basketball <laughs> yeah <laughs> So I, I don't I don't think it will happen. I mean, unless we have like a surprise November. But as of right now, <laughs> unfortunately, it's going to have to be postponed to next year. But yeah. it's in the works. So it's in the works. Yep. You know, we'll just, I'm, we're just giving we're just giving all of our fans that listen to us uh, a bit more leeway so they can get really <laughs> hyped. You have really uh, no excuse to miss it next year. <laughs> <laughs> um, OK, so then let's move on to trivia. And so we'll start with last week's trivia question which was when was the last time <laughs> turns out it was not now it is not saturday at this not point now, unfortunately darn. um when was the last time <laughs> that the huskers beat the wolverines uh and that was actually a decade ago in 2013 and um the bonus who was the leading scorer between both teams in that game uh who did we determine it was it was brett maher Brett Maher. Yeah, the kicker had. Yeah, if you uh, picked a kicker, in a field goal. Yeah, you get like ten extra points if out you of our kicker. points. Are his five were the uh, top scoring for the team. Wow. We able had a touchdown, and Tommy Armstrong also had a touchdown. Tommy too Armstrong. Tommy Legstrong. <laughs> he was everything too strong. <laughs> All right. So, um, our winners, winner. For last week is once again Chris. <laughs> I was gonna say. So, <laughs> so congrats Singular. to him. At this point, I think we're far enough along that I mean, we probably. You I never mean, know. It's never only, know. It's only week five. At this at this Going point, into I'm week six. Uh, yeah. Plenty of time. I, you know, there is trivia. So those of you that listen, there is this is a legit thing that we're doing. There is trivia. So <laughs> all of the there is there is trivia. It's not um, just us asking cr- questions to Chris. Um, not, you. <laughs> maybe that's what we should start doing. Just specifically call people out that we know listen to us. Be like, hey, you need to answer this. Week. I know you listen to this. You better answer. Um, so then the trivia for this week is. When was the last time that Nebraska beat a Brett Bielma coach team? Specifically when they beat uh, a Brett Bielma coach team. So that's because he is now the head coach of Illinois. So that's why it's that question. Then the bonus is what team was he coaching for? So put on your thinking caps and let us know the last time that Nebraska beat Bielma and who he was coaching at the time. 
Uh, and so, as usual, um, all the links will be on our socials. Um, wherever you see your podcast at, you can find them in the. Yeah. If you watch, if you watch the YouTube oh, video, there. it'll be yeah. If you're yeah, listening, if you're, if you're listening, <laughs> if you're listening to it, it'll be down below. It'll be. Um, Contact if you're, Nate. If you're watching it, to it right now, thank you. If you're if you're watching it on YouTube, it will it will for sure be down below. If you're listening to it, it'll be in the description of the episode. Um, and if you're old school, which nobody has been, but if you decide to change your mind this week, starting this week, you can email us. And uh, at this point, we'll we'll even take a phone call or a Pony Express. <laughs> We're just letting you guys know send, there's trivia and there's prizes. To... Send all your complaints to Sacramento. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's where our PO box is. <laughs> Awfully right. convenient. <laughs> it is. You're right. <laughs> Works out. All right. Well, um, I don't have anything else. Anything for you guys? Scares by 90. You and know what? Go big red. Go big red. Go big red. Absolutely go big red. Sorry, Bert Bielema, but not your week. I've always, every time I see his name, I always want to call him Bert. I just, (laughs) I never see Brett spelled without two T's. So it's like, all right, it's Bert. See, you guys are going the friendly way. I, every time I see his last name, I keep thinking it says bulimia. Yeah, that too. I'm like, I'm like, that that can't be good. (laughs) Bert, good luck on right. your journey. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, if there's nothing else, uh, uh, the Nebraska Cornhuskers take on the Illinois Fighting Bretts on <laughs> Friday, October 6th at <laughs> 7 o'clock Central Time. The only Five time that matters. Pacific Time. <laughs> better time. You're welcome. Um, and so how many, how much of our audiences cater to Pacific coast people? At least one, (laughs) at least one. (laughs) And by the way, I would like to, would like to remind you, Nate, that the majority of Nebraska, not all of it, the majority of Nebraska though, is in the central time zone. (laughs) Therefore, Hey, if we got a really big panhandle, could just stretch it. Um, you never I'm just know. saying. I'm just Weird, saying. Weirder things have happened. <laughs> just, just saying. But with that, uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we hope to see you again next week. And of course, we'll leave you with our lovely tagline of, "If it's possibility, it's a Nebraska ability." <laughs>